More than 40 people have died across Algeria, Italy and Greece as Mediterranean wildfires threaten villages and holiday resorts. At least 34 people, including 10 soldiers, have died in Algeria in huge wildfires. We can show you these pictures from Bajaya, that's east of Algiers. It's the worst hit area. It accounts for about 23 deaths. Algerian authorities and 80% of the blazes have said 80% have been put out since Sunday. But there is, as you can see, a massive firefighting effort that is still ongoing involving thousands of personnel, hundreds of fire engines, some aircraft too, and many thousands have been evacuated. Greece too, preparing for more flights, taking people out of roads as fires also rage on, rage on the island of Corfu and Evia. The current long heat wave across the Mediterranean shows no let up and temperatures in Greece are expected to rise above 44 Celsius again today. With the latest for us, here's Richard Galpin. This is the desperate situation near Lisbon, the capital of Portugal where firefighters have been battling the flames with local people trying to help in any way they can. Some have been overwhelmed by what's happening and angry the fire engines did not arrive earlier. This is not right. We've been here for hours. The firemen waited for the flames to come. The interior minister should be here now. Many have had no choice but to move away, the elderly and the vulnerable being helped to safety. In Algeria, it's a different story. Most of the flames have been extinguished here, but there have been casualties. At least 34 people have lost their lives in the fires. They told us to collect our precious items and leave our homes. When we returned, we found everything was burnt and there was nothing left. No furniture, no money, no herd of sheep. Everything was burnt. The island of Sicily has been particularly badly affected. Thick smoke is reported to be drifting across Palermo. A couple in their 70s have been found dead in a fire-gutted holiday home near the capital. Amongst the many countries affected around the Mediterranean, the wildfires are also raging near the historic city of Dubrovnik in Croatia. And the Greek fire service has warned that today will be one of the most dangerous for wildfires on the island of Rhodes. A spokesman said strong and dry winds still posed a serious threat. Richard Galpin, BBC News. Let's take you to our reporter Azadeh Mashiri who joins us now at an airport there in Rhodes. Just give us an idea, Azadeh, how it is to be there today, what's happening? Well, temperatures are set to rise once again. It's expected to be uh, at least up to 44 degrees Celsius in some parts of Greece, which of course is going to concern uh, firefighters who have continued to respond to these wildfires. In fact, when I spoke to uh, the fire service this morning, they said this, one, this is going to be one of the most difficult days ahead, that there are dry winds and they're strong, and that that means uh, that firefighters have been bracing for further high alerts, further high risks of fires, and now there is a state of emergency on the island of Rhodes. Now, the UK ambassador to Greece is here on the island. Uh, of course, after the scenes we've seen of tourists fleeing their resorts in the southern part of Rhodes where these fires are localized, uh, the ambassador has come to take stock. 
Uh, and of course, a lot of blame and anger uh, has been uh, thrown in different directions by the tourists who've been affected by these fires. And this is what the ambassador had to say about that. We are remaining very vigilant. Uh, the fires are not out, but they are contained. Uh, and we always, as I think British nationals would expect, seek to learn lessons from how we've handled operations and what we might have done better. But I would come back to the point that over the weekend, in the face of rapidly changing weather conditions that meant forest fires that for four or five days before we had been monitoring closely and where we'd been calling hotel operators and tour operators to check that all was okay, that changed at pace. The Greek authorities responded at pace. So did we, hence the 10-person rapid deployment team that came out from the UK on Saturday evening, Saturday night. The embassy response ramped up and we've been in uh, that crisis response mode since then and we still are. And we take our responsibilities very seriously. So, of course, we'll learn the lessons. Uh, and I'm very sorry for those uh, British nationals whose holidays have been disrupted. I'm concerned for those who've been through clearly some quite traumatic experiences. But I'm also very happy for those who've been able to come and enjoy their um, uh, experience on the island. It is clear that the travel operators do have a particular set of responsibilities here. We work in, in partnership with them uh, and uh, some of them have been performing very well in supporting their national, in British nationals and their customers. Others perhaps have got lessons to learn as we all have. Uh, but I think my message would be that this has been a very difficult period. It's difficult for those Greeks who've lost homes and livelihoods, uh, but the outpouring of human sympathy and support that Greeks on roads have shown has, I think, been genuinely heartwarming. And the fact that we've come through this uh, with no loss of life and no serious injury, uh, I think is something that um, we should take comfort from whilst remaining vigilant about the dangers going forward. Isn't it interesting there, just listening to the ambassador, because he's paying tribute to the locals, of course, who have been so hospitable and helpful for all the tourists. But what a time they have had. Many of them will have lost their homes. Uh, they have to stay there, of course, and try and rebuild. And very frightening for people who live on the island. Of course, we were just in the town of Mazari, which was uh, evacuated only two days ago, and people have come back to, to hills around them that are completely scorched. It was one of the luckier villages where houses weren't completely burnt down, but it has affected their water supply. They don't have complete running water anymore. Uh, and one local told me that uh, everything is pretty much working other than that, but that this isn't, and he pointed to his heart. And he said that he was so unhappy to see what happened to the tourists, but also to the trees that won't come back around them. These are people who have lost some of their livelihoods, who've lost their homes. Another local uh, said what many people have been saying is, who will help us rebuild? Will there be money? We depend on tourism. Uh, and so for the people in southern roads where these fires are localized and other parts of the mainland that my team and I have visit, visited, uh, there's a lot of worry and concern about their future because they've also said that these temperatures that are lasting more, are more severe and are far more frequent uh, are things they're not used to and they're scared about how that may progress. Of course, scientists are telling us that that's all because of climate change. President, stay safe. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us from Rhodes.